Hello, and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. Today's chat is sponsored by The Radical Entrepreneur. Rebecca Radice and I have been dreaming of partnering together to build experiences like masterminds and retreats for and with soul-centered, high-performance entrepreneurs. So we launched a self-paced online coaching program called Radical Mastery that will host oodles of our coaching content created over the years working with, speaking to, and training thousands of business owners. If you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your business from the six figures into the seven and eight figures, and you're more than ready to live life on your own terms, confidently saying no when you need to, so you have more time to say yes when you want to, join us over on the radicalentrepreneur.com. We've got lots of details there on how to help you find your focus, ditch the senseless hustle, and put together a plan and process to get you to that dream life and business. Be sure to click on the button to visit the Academy and download one of the free courses to get to know us better. All right, on today's episode, I'm chatting with one of my radically divine power women. So without further ado, here we go. I am so happy you're here with me, Lisa. Thank you so much for being the very first guest. Oh, you have no idea how excited I am about this. <laughs> right? This is so... I love new things and I just... I've just had this heart to get us deeper connected and why not with video? Why not with conversations? Why not with some fun questions to get to know each other a little bit better? Hey, Leslie. Hey, Lori. Uh, you should on Lisa on your side, you should see little pop-ups, little comments come. Okay. So you should not see it. Not working so much on the Phone. On the phone. Okay. So what I'll do, we'll figure it out. Yep. I'll, I will let you know if anyone uh, asks you a specific question. How's that? That would be wonderful. All right. So what, what we're going to do is we're going to start off with me sharing your short bio, and then I'm going to ask you some questions, some that you might know, some that you might not, uh, based on what we're talking about. Okay. So let's get going. Let's everybody here is Lisa. So Lisa is a top producing realtor for over 24 years. She's currently at Casa Bella Realty Group and FHA Pros LLC. Woof, that's a mouthful. She specializes in residential real estate throughout Orange County, yo OC. Uh, she has experience in training both realtors and consumers in VA home buying and FHA VA condo project approval. Wow, that's a huge thing up here in Seattle. Uh, certified short sale foreclosure resource. She's certified real estate collaborative specialist. And what is this? D specifically for divorce? Oh my goodness, that's going to be a good conversation. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and then a certified relo agent. You have all sorts of education and, and uh, certifications. <laughs> I mean, you know, I read this before. Out of trouble, so. uh, oh, well, you know what, Power Women, that is true. We do need to keep busy or, or we do get into trouble, that's for sure. So um, let's, let's have a quick chat about 24 years in the same industry. What? That was, that was after a 13-year career in a different industry. And, and are you sharing what other industry? Oh, it's another one of these super exciting things, uh, transportation and logistics. Wow. And was that in OC as well, or was that somewhere else? No, it was in Orange County. Okay. Native California in here. <laughs> Excellent. So are you, uh, all, all your whole life down in Southern California? 
Awesome. I actually grew up in San Jose, California. So I'm a Silicon Valley gal. That's a good place to be from. Yes. Yes. I was actually born in Minnesota, but most of my, well, all of my raising and rearing was in San Jose. I love it there, but it's too flipping hot for me. And of course, pricey, but the heat, whew, well, I don't know how it's kind of weird weather out here right now. So excuse my hair. We don't normally have thunderstorms in August in Southern California, but that's what we're doing right now. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. My mom's still in California. Both my parents are actually, and they live out in Lodi in the Lodi area. And she was like, Hey, it looks like you've got our weather. Cause it's in the nineties this week, which is unusual for Seattle, like beyond unusual. That is very unusual. So uh, 24 years, real estate, Orange County. Have you always been with the current brokerage or were you other places? Oh, I've been here and there. I'm not really a, a real transit type agent. Once I find a place that fits, I usually just stay put. I started with a company, oh, well, 24 years ago, and was there for about 18 months because it just really wasn't a good fit. And then I moved on to a medium-sized um, brokerage and stayed there for 16 years. And then I just felt that I was getting stale. Um, things weren't, you know motivating me to do something different. I wasn't getting a lot of support for getting involved in the local association. Ah. Um, the association really wanted me to run as a director and my, my broker was like, you don't want to do that. It's going to suck up all your time. <gasps> and I was like, oh, no, this is not a good fit anymore. So I went to a new company that's a very large company now and they had a culture change six months after I signed on. And I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. So I decided to do a very small boutique um, firm. And we're whopping seven agents. You know, we're small but mighty. All of us work. All of us are producers. And I just have the freedom to do whatever it is that I wish to do because I'm kind of that way. <laughs> I need to I love room it. to operate. <laughs> yes, room to be creative. You know, I think that the, the team concept, whether it's actually a standalone brokerage or a team inside a larger brokerage, that is such a trend right now that we're seeing. And the ability to have a little bit more freedom, but be part of a collective. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I, I think that we're finally realizing in, in this industry of real estate that we do need connection in, in some way, shape or form that's outside of what we get at home and what we get with our clients. And so kudos for you, kudos to you for finding the right fit, for not giving up. You know, she persisted even in finding the brokerage, which is awesome. Well, even my brokerage did that. Um, it's, we're kind of interesting for having only seven agents. Three of us have been named Realtor of the Year by the Orange County Association of Realtors. And I don't think you're going to find too many offices that can claim one Realtor of the Year. And we have three. <laughs> Wow. Oh my goodness. Hey, so I'm uh, just real quick before we go on, I'm getting a comment in the live stream saying they're, they can't hear you super well. So is there any way that you can scoot a little bit closer? You can scoot a little bit closer. My phone microphone doesn't work. There you go. That's better. Okay, I think is that better? it sounds better to me. So let's see, um, Erica, if you could just maybe give us a little shot, that'd be amazing. Okay. So, so lots of talent. You're surrounded by lots of talent. 
let's, uh, one of the questions, of course, that I'm asking everyone that's coming on a chat is to share three words that best describe you. And yours were really fun. Uh, so do you, do you recall the words you used? <laughs> I believe, let, let me check here. <laughs> I know one, which is my favorite, which was negative, which everybody's probably saying, why would you think that that's a good word to describe yourself? But I found that it was one that men used about me because I would question decisions that were being made. Um, one, one thing we didn't discuss is my association activity. And I've been a local director. I termed off after six years. I'm a, a state director for the State of California Association of Realtors. And I will be, for my second time, an NAR director. So I've had a lot of experience having to work within, you know, the political world of uh, associations and you know we have the good old boy network and um, they didn't like the fact that I would question them when they're like well this decision's being made and I'm like well have you thought about this maybe we should consider this it might be a better alternative or what happens if that doesn't work and that did not go over well at all. Hmm. You know, that kind of reminds me, I, I can't remember who posted it last. It might have been Tanya who posted it last in the group, but it was this, this like, how, how to say the right thing so men hear you. <laughs> When you're in a meeting, well, and that, I wasn't doing that well. And, well, although actually, I do think you're you're using actually one of the techniques that they that they kind of talk about, which is, you know, have you thought about like trying to get them to actually take it on as their own? But you know, this is this this conversation is piggybacks the one we've been having on the group about how women are heard and seen and lauded for athletic success. So the, the Ironman competition versus, you know, the successes that you have in, in your career. And in this case, being bold and speaking out about how you see things. I think that there's, I, I don't have the answer, but there has, I feel like we're getting closer. I don't think like we're there yet, but I feel like we're having enough conversations like this that are emboldening us as women to call a duck a duck right? Like, I, I love that you're like, I'm embracing the negative because of what it means when people say it to me, not because of the word negative, but because the meaning behind it. I think that's great. Well, and it really expanded my ability to understand how I was coming across. So now I can formulate things a little bit better. So the men don't feel so threatened. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of them were just, you know, like, who's she and, and you know, she's just this fluff piece, which I don't know why they thought that about me. But, um, you know, uh, I... Wait a minute, a fluff piece? Like, fluff? That's, that's a whole discussion for another day. Please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, go on. So, you know, I just basically said, well, you guys can call me whatever you want. Just get out of my way because I have things to do. And a lot of that was working with the FHA and VA condo project approval. Uh, we have received nationwide uh, notice. You know, we were written up in the paper, all kinds of things after our program that we did as a local association was not only showcased at CAR and as part of their website, but NAR. Um, showed the program during their meeting for their federal finance and housing, got, word got out, a reporter got a hold of it, 
and it just kind of took off. Nice. Nice. You know, I like validation, right? Validation for not backing down, sticking, sticking to your, I mean, sticking to your guns. It's, it's such a masculine saying, but you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not not give. you know, I love that she persisted. Nevertheless, she persisted. That's one of my favorite things that's come out of everything that's happened to us in the last 12 months. I oh, think there. I think women are, are finally realizing that uh, being persistent is we can switch the word nag to persistent. And and I think, again, positive reframing of of what, what labels we've been given and using them and leveraging them to, for good and to our advantage is huge. And so, you know, congratulations on that. So negative was definitely one of your words. Um, you had two others. Uh, one was inquisitive. And so I, I, I love this word. I actually, in all the interviews I've ever done, nobody's ever said inquisitive. So how does that come out in your world? I always want to know why something is the way it is. And if there's a better way to do it, how can we do it better? And it's just something that has carried over, you know, the FHA VA thing was the perfect situation because I really didn't know anything about it. My name got brought up because I was on the other end of a transaction and this agent comes into the board and you know, is looking for somebody saying, somebody's got to do something about this FHA thing. Lisa Dunn knows all about it. Uh, Lisa Dunn didn't know anything about it. So <laughs> I was like, well, I guess we're going to find out. And I just dived in, found, you know, it took me a long time to find the right team of person to uh, people to work with, because this is a very dry, very unsexy subject. But, you know, everybody was trying to monetize it some way. And I'm like, no, you know, we have to do this to help homeowners and help realtors. And, and finally, we got a team that really gelled and we realized what's the best way to get our message across um, after a lot of research, lots of research. Um, it was an educational program. And, you know, it's that kind of thing. Throw a problem in front of me and I'm like, hmm what can we do here to fix this? So. Yeah, that tastes good. Hmm. <laughs> which leads to, of course, change agent, which is not shocking if you're always looking for a way to make something better. I love that. Um, so let's, let's scoot down to the, to the next, which is how do you live your purpose out loud? Uh, you know, one of the things that I do in, at, at D11 and the Fire Up movement is about getting, in particular, women to truly define what their purpose is and, and so that they can see when they're actually living in it and that it doesn't, you know, I often find people say, you know, like, you have to love, love what you do and you can't always love everything about what you do, but you can love something about what you do. And usually you're being able to plug your purpose in is a huge part of that. So how do you really dig in and live your purpose out loud? Well, you caught me at a very interesting time of my life right now. Um, a lot of people are familiar from this group, a uh, little personal situation I've had with finding my biological father and having to connect rather quickly. Yes. And that has really opened up a whole lot of really, uh, who, who am I? Right. Yeah. So I'm in a really bizarre spot right now. 
And I want to thank everybody out there that gave me all of that support when I was in a not very good spot uh, sitting in that hotel in Denver. And uh, I wish I could remember the name of the one gal who said, here's my phone number. I'm in Denver. If you need something, I'll help you. I don't care what it is. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, you guys are amazing, amazing support from this group. Yeah, I will be sure to uh, uncover that whole string and put that in the comments underneath the video because that was such a powerful, that was a testimony to how this group really does dig down into the vulnerability side of things. And, and I think there was at least one, if not two other women in the group who had gone through a very similar journey, which was like, what? You know, it's you, you open the kimono as my girlfriend Kelly loves to say, and you share you know, these tender pieces of who you are and your, your soul sisters rise to the top. So that, that was oh, so totally. awesome. I love that. It was I, fabulous. Oh. It, it was just what I needed. I, I was just sitting there going, who do I call? Who do, who do I talk to? And it just was so freeing. And to get that immediate support from people that I don't know that now they're friends on Facebook and I get to keep up with them and be in the book club and all that good stuff together. And it's just really been fabulous. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Uh, so you, we know that you love what, what you do, lots of elements, if not all of what you do, you're clearly passionate about the real estate industry and, and that space. And you've been on a real personal journey towards, you know, your purpose and really just shaking up who you are. But tell us what you do to fill, as I like to say, your soul tank. What do you do oh. for fun? What are the fun things that Lisa does? Well, let's see. One thing I am going to do a little shout out to uh, Leslie Appleton Young was getting me out of my comfort zone and bringing me along to Soul Cycle. Of and course she is. I, <laughs> I, I cannot thank you enough, Leslie. I hope you see this um, because I'm really not a very athletic person and she just kept kind of pushing. Okay, sorry, call came in. Busy realtor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wonder what happened over there. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So um, you were just giving so Leslie a shout out. <laughs> but she pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. Um, and I did it. And I did it again. And now I do it all the time. <laughs> And I love, I love it. It. Uh, it gives me that time to really, um, you know, I, I don't really do the class much. I slam on my headphones and crank the music up real loud, the mu music that motivates me. And I just get on that bike and ride by myself. I love I it. <laughs> I, it, it was just somewhat hilarious considering you live in Orange County, which has some of the most beautiful outdoor weather in the country. <laughs> and what we do up here in Seattle is we ride in the rain. You know, like the, the weather does, the weather does not determine when we go outside or we just wouldn't go outside, you know, I mean, at least six months we out of a year. But hills here. Yeah. We oh, have nothing but hills. So either you're going straight up or you're going straight down and there's no good <laughs> flat riding areas. So. That's hilarious. And I am in not that good a shape yet. <laughs> well, you're working towards it, which is awesome. You know, I think one of the things that you said was life is short. Right. And and I think that the part of part of the beauty of 
not only the power women group that we're part of, but the, you know, how that flows over into what we're doing in real life is trying new things and, and having people in our lives that, that also have that same desire to be alive and not just survive. So good kudos for you. Um, One of my favorite questions is what's your superpower? Don't tell me it can't be done. We'll find a way, find a way to do it. So you are the the problem solver is your superpower. Yeah, I'll I'll wear that. I'll put that across my cape. (laughs) I, I love that. So what is, what's the biggest or the, you're the best problem that you solved. Like what's one of those things you're just like, yep, they said it could not be done and I nailed it. Oh gosh. Probably that whole VA FHA thing. Um, We've had some really good outcomes with getting this out nationwide to people. And now I actually have been brought on as a, what is my title? industry relation or industry outreach and education consultant for FHA pros who has this tool that's in the MLS. So agents can know by looking at a little stoplight, whether a condo is approved or not for FHA financing. And we also have possibly a really good victory coming up with the VA that I think I'm the only person that ever brought up the VA condo project approval database and that it's a piece of crap. I'll be good. (laughs) And they were, you know, we're we're sitting there in the VA and, you know, I'm like, you guys know you got a really bad problem here. And, you know, everybody in the room's looking at me like, who's this new gal? And what is she talking about? And the VA said, yeah, we know. And we're very embarrassed by it. And this year, when we came for our VA visit and I said, any movement on that database? And they said, yeah, um, we're going to have some major changes to it at the end of the year. We may possibly do away with VA condo project approval, which means vets could buy anything, which veterans should be able to buy whatever house they want. That's amen. Here, here. That's so great. Well, that, and that is, that's not just a, a problem in the moment that that solution is ongoing and it it will affect hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of people in the future that you won't even know. And I think that that's so beautiful. You know, I think that it's, it's part of your thumbprint. And I think that when a couple of laws for the state of California, the couple of things that I'm really proud of too, is getting laws on the books based off of our little work group. Oh, Awesome. Well, uh, you know, obviously there's, there's probably women in the group that are in California. Well, I know there's lots of them. So maybe we can share some of that goodness kind of in the after chat. That would be fun. Um, One of the big reasons that I decided to kind of tap into Facebook live and have these chats is that there is a lot, there are a lot of women inside the group that are very hungry to find others that know what they want to know. So in other words, mentors. They're looking for mentors. Mentors who are in the moment mentors, mentors who are who could possibly turn into lifelong mentors. 
And so I love to know and I'd love to share with everyone the topics that you love to talk about and the topics that are, are, are those conversations that set your soul on fire and you can hear it across the room at a happy hour and you're like bionic woman, you know, running across the room going, I have to be part of that conversation. Have you seen Somebody me like lately when I was out at happy hour? Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. So what are, what are the things that you love to actually really dig into with people? What are those topics you love to teach and talk about? Best practices and realizing that there's more to being a successful realtor to the number of sales that you have, you know, knowing what you're doing the best you can, you know, understanding everything that you're doing, because there's a lot of agents out there that really don't know what's in a contract and, and, you know, I've got a new agent here that I'm taking her out to lunch next week. We're going to set up a mentoring program because she doesn't know what she doesn't know. So trying to explain, this is what you do at an inspection. You know, this is what this is. This is what that is. This is how you fill out that form. It's the basics because these agents are not getting it. And my other really hot button is uh, wire fraud, wire fraud prevention. Why? Okay. What's, what is... What is wire fraud pro protection oh. prevention? What's wire fraud? You mean wiring wire money? Wire fraud is when somebody's hacking your computer. Oh. And you don't know they're in your computer. Oh, gosh. Until they intercept a message that either has wiring instructions saying, oh, well, actually, I have a client had this happen. And I had counseled them and counseled them and counseled them up front saying, I will never send you wiring instructions. And I told the escrow officer, don't send me wiring instructions. And what did she do? No. She sent wiring instructions. No. And they were in, they just sit in your computer and wait and read your email. And they hijacked my account, did a seven volley communication with my client and gained his trust. And the messages, if you read them, they sounded like they came from me. And at the very last one, it's like, oh, we had a change. Here's, you know, here's new wiring instructions. So what did he do? He wired the money. Oh, my God. And thank God he did it late in the afternoon. $98,000. And he got home and said, uh-oh, I just did what Lisa told me not to do. Oh, no. So, so we were able to stop it. Thank God. Um, but what I went through, again, you know, this is the inquisitiveness. It's like, how did this happen? How right. did this happen to me? Right. And I just dug in. And I'm a member of our local association's risk management committee. And I'm kind of their go-to go person on this. And I have just taken on a crusade to tell people don't think it's not going to happen to you because these people are so sophisticated. Wow. So I think what we need everyone who's watching this, whether you're a real estate agent or not, we all deal with real estate transactions at some point. And so what Lisa's saying is huge. Do not send to the instructions or respond to the instructions. This so what is yeah, what is your it's, it's what is crazy. your protocol? They're, they're like hopping in now. Well, they're hopping in now in between the agent and their client 
and saying, oh, you know what? Oh, the, the offer is accepted. Here's wiring instructions for your deposit. Oh, my gosh. Even open escrow yet. Yeah, Lori, uh, Lori Clark. Hey, Lori. And hi, Katie. Hi, ladies that are watching. Uh, Lori's saying it's such a big deal with escrow companies, too. So so what is what's this like? What are you telling people to do instead? Like pick up the phone and say, hey, let's have this conversation. Or are they are you doing things in person? Like what is the way for people to protect themselves in, in all of this? Well, it's interesting that you say that, because when we get done here, I'm having lunch with the president of the Orange County Escrow Association, and we're going to start working together on something we can do to educate all parties. And there's things that are changing because these hackers are good. These hackers are really, 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 really good. And they're making millions of dollars every day wow. from hacking real estate and hacking other things. But just trying to get education out there to agents, that's my number one thing. They're taking um, the actual account numbers off of some of the wiring instructions, so you have to call to confirm the account number before you do a wire. It's just really crazy, but this is another one of those things. Throw me a problem, and I'm on it. <laughs> right. I think that's uh, – the interesting thing is – we don't actually, you didn't actually realize it was such a problem until it actually happened to you. And I think that this is something that, that we can translate into lots of different areas, right, Lisa? Like when, when we go through a trial, we, we're actually living the testimony. We don't actually know it, but it, if it's going, if the failure is going to turn into a lesson learned, and that's a success, Right. So so something like this, exactly. something bad happened to you and to your client. And instead of just saying, oh, man, this sucks, you're actually making ripple effects. And it, that well, can be with anything. Really was I had heard about this from hanging out with a couple of people at CAR and we were having lunch and it's um, uh, well, Lori Namazi is one of them here and another good friend, Lisa Schultz. Uh, and the three of us were having lunch and, and I'm hearing, you know, this discussion and, you know, cause they're, um, high, you know, high level folks in you know, very large brokerages and I'm a realtor on the street and they were talking about it. And I'm like, Oh my God, what are you talking about? And I found out that this was happening in the industry, but it was being only discussed within, you know, the corporate offices and stuff like that. Whereas the agent on the street is not hearing about this. And if I hadn't gotten the heads up from having lunch with him that one day, my client would have lost all his money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't have thought to tell him and he wouldn't have thought twice. And now, so he can't, you couldn't possibly get your money back once you've wired it is basically what you're saying. Cause you've it's, given it permission. It's very unlikely. Wow. 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 I'm, I'm sure that there are people that are going, what the heck, you know, and, and has this ever happened, you know, to, to other agents? I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. It's all the time. People just don't talk about it. Yeah. See, that's the problem, right? So thank you for sharing that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that there's so much power in, again, sharing when something doesn't go perfectly and the lessons that you learned and all of that. So before we close out, what is your one piece of advice that you tend to give anyone and everyone who's a, who comes in and out of your life, whether they're a mentor, a colleague, a friend, like what is your big piece of life advice? Be the change you wish to see. Oh, and that's, it only takes one person to make a change. Isn't that the truth? 
Isn't that the truth? Oh, well, thank you so much for joining today. It has been, as always, thanks for joining me today. Until next time, remember to look for and embrace those fire up opportunities to engage, elevate, and empower your world. For more information on the topic today, or to connect with me about working together at your next event, retreat, or conference, visit DebraTrapin.com and click connect on the menu. Talk with you soon. Thank you.